Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David. And thank you guys so much for being a part of the show, for listening and turning this online audio journal into a podcast. It's like Cinderella's fairy godmother or father, depending on what, you know, in a way. Or, or in my case, uh, if you guys are familiar with Jerry Lewis, Cinderella. <laughs> so, um, so thank you guys. Uh, it's been a blast being able to do this podcast and to share these stories and uh, different tips and things I'm learning. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been really great. I've been on a couple phone calls uh, this week. Um, I'm try- I'm going to be doing some more. Um, I've got my first podcast episode or my first podcast interview scheduled. Um, and uh, it's going to be actually tonight that I'm going to do the recording. So that's super awesome. I'll be on Ask When. Um, so that, you know, definitely I'll be sharing out the link for that. Um, it's already on the blog and, and the, the, you know, the, the smart list, uh, her, her, uh, podcast and, you know, it's already on Instagram as well, you know, with the link to the smart list. So, so I've already got advertisement out there, but I'll be specifically highlighting this episode for sure because I'll be on it, right? <laughs> So, of course, I want to spotlight that one, right? That makes perfect sense. Um, plus, it'll help draw more attention to her podcast, which I've been listening to um, some, and I've just really enjoyed the interviews she's had on there. It's been a lot of really good stuff, so I highly recommend you check it out. It is Ask When, and it is available on iTunes, uh, Spotify, TuneIn, couple other places so you can definitely find her out there uh, google music so yeah good stuff um so yeah i'm excited about that i'm really kind of nervous in a way because uh, it'll be my first time being interviewed on a podcast so you know but i'm sure i'll be fine it's just that that excitement that nervous excitement you know that i'm looking forward to it so definitely definitely very cool stuff got another podcast interview that we're going to set a date for I want to say it's maybe the first week of November and then I've actually I've got an interview on my podcast Um, I'm interviewing him on Friday Friday night so there's that that episode will probably air Saturday morning so keep your eyes and ears out for that. I'm really excited. Uh, this guy's uh, an author. Um, he's got a whole coaching system and uh, method that he does, and it is good stuff. I was lucky enough to be on a call with him a couple of months ago, and um, yeah, he kind of called me on the, out on some stuff, and I think I even mentioned it in the, in the uh, previous episode of the podcast where he was like, hey, stop it, you know, back up, don't, don't try and take on too much, you're, you're going to get you know, drowned in stuff and uh, you know so uh, super super excited to have him on the show and uh, I'm not going to tell you his name because you know that spoils the surprise Um, I still have that other surprise for you guys and hopefully I'll be able to talk about that very soon Um, yeah I'm still waiting on the the post to come out about that so I can officially share it Um, yeah (laughs) and I feel like I'm saying I'm a lot this episode. Uh, sorry about that, guys. I'm trying to get better about that. You know, 
as I'm trying to become a public speaker, that's one of the things I've got to work on eliminating from my vocabulary. So there is that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of good stuffs happening. I'm really super excited. I've, I'm, you know, looking to start writing more in my book. I got about halfway through my next chapter. Uh, so that's, ex- yeah, that's exciting. Um, I got sidetracked and, and called away from writing, so I couldn't finish it. But I think the plan I'm going to shoot for now and what my kind of commitment is, because my original goal, and I believe I've mentioned this too, but my original goal for getting the book done was before Thanksgiving. I wanted to get it completely finished, ready for publishing, you know, get all that done by Thanksgiving. So here we are. It's the middle of October. I've got a month left. I've done 18 chapters, which means I've done in the neighborhood of 18,000 words. And I means I have 32 more chapters to go to finish. So my goal is now is to, I'm going to set my alarm for 15 minutes earlier. I'm going to get up at 4.15 instead of 4.30. And I'm going to write from 4.30 to 5.30 every morning because I can knock out about a thousand words an hour um, in the story, which is not bad because I don't have any real outline on the book. I'm writing it as I go, so that's why it's a little bit slower of a process. I'm, you know, as I think of things, I'm adjusting and changing the story, working the story. I might go take out a sentence and replace it with something else if I think of something that's different in the, uh, in the sentence that is meant to be, then I will, uh, I will, uh, you know, insert that and make the change on the fly. So I feel like a thousand words in an hour is not bad considering the way I'm writing it. Because I I basically, this book was based off of a dream that I had after another dream that I had that I wrote a very short story on and actually released on Amazon uh, called The Business of Earth. So... There is that. So I'm at, I am technically, from a self-publishing perspective, I am actually self-published because I do have a book available on Amazon. So that's kind of cool. Um, I'm going to try and actually get this one legitimately published once I hit 20,000 words, which I'm hoping to do if I stick to my schedule, which I'm making that commitment that I'm going to. I should be able to submit my book to Black Rose Publishing by this week. Um, you know, because I with with nonfiction books, they don't care. They're just like submit whatever, submit your synopsis and what you have in the book. You're good. With a fiction book, and this is true with a lot of publishing houses, they want. And this is why I'm so big on the words because I've had several people ask me like, how many pages do you have? And I'm like, oh, I've got this many thousand words. And they're like, well, why do you care about words? It's not about the words. It's about the pages. And I said, well, yeah, but when you're submitting a fiction book to an author, because most of the people I've talked to have not submitted a fiction book, the publishers want a certain amount of words <clears throat> for you to submit it. Um, most of the ones, it's been like ten to 15,000 words. This one was 20,000, so when I went to submit it, it was like, oh, you don't have enough. I was like, dang it, so that's going to be another... You know, because I had, at that time, I think I had 12,000 words. And then, of course, I got in this slump with writing. And, um, 
you know, where I was just so busy with everything else that was going on. Uh, as I was talking about earlier, the pulling back on stuff and because I was drowning, um, that kind of <laughs> happened. So there's that. Um, and, and it was my fault. You know, I, you know, I, I just didn't prioritize my book like I should have because I want to get it done. I want to get it finished. I want to actually have a physical copy to put in my dad's hands. Um, as soon as humanly possible. There's three dates I'm shooting for. Uh, if I go self-publishing and do Amazon, they do actually have a print option. So I could go that route and I could potentially get the book in my dad's hands for Christmas as a Christmas present. The second option is if I can get it published in time. I don't know what how long it takes to generally physically publish a book. Um, or, you know, between the editing process and all that. Uh, but if I can do that, either my dad's birthday or Father's Day. That would be my, my Father's Day would be the absolute last date or the following Christmas. But the goal is, is to definitely have it in his hands by this time next, or, or yeah, well, by, you know, 20, before 2020 to have it out depending on because I don't know I have no idea anything about actually having a physically bush book physically physical book published um, you know as far as how long it takes from the time you submit it to the time they start actually doing the publishing to the time it actually is able to hit store shelves so and that's assuming I even get picked up and published in the first place so there's that to contend with as well um but anyway, so since I don't know the time frame there, um, if basically what it's going to boil down to, because I've submitted my book to several publishers, um, some I've heard back from, some I've not, uh, and I think I've mentioned that before, I know usually around the time frame is about a month, but some people I've not heard back from. So anyway, where we stand right now is if uh, Black Rose picks me up, we're good. I'll go. I'll have it published. If they don't pick me up, I'll just go ahead and self-publish through Amazon. I've got the Hemingway app. I will edit the book myself, fix all the sentence structure problems, fix all the grammatical errors, throw it in the Word, fix the grammatical errors it picks up there, and then uh, get the you know start fooling around with the Kindle Direct publishing app to get the the formatting and everything correct and do a Kindles and physical copy version and uh, go that route. So I'm kind of, Black Rose is my like, last ditch effort because I've submitted to so many different publishers. Um, you know, I'll just, I'll self-publish this first one. I'll keep writing and I'll self-publish the next one if I have to because I know a lot of people have done that. They've self-published a couple books and then finally as people start recognizing their talent and they were honing their skills, publishers, um, you know, reached out to them and they, or they finally got to where they could publish their books. So, you know, it, it all depends on that and we'll see where it goes. So I'm excited, you know, the fact that I'll be able to submit this book this week. Um, like I said, I've dedicated this and... I will keep myself accountable by telling you uh, in a couple of days when I hit that mark. Because as soon as I hit that mark of the 20,000 words, I'm going to hit submit immediately 
on their site and send it off. So, um, it, it's, it's crazy. You know, I, it's hard to believe that I'm potentially, you know, finally to the point where I'm going to hit this goal because, you know, I'd almost, you know, with everything that was going on, I mean, I'm getting 10 to 15 connection requests a day. I'm getting, you know, tons of people following me on Instagram now. It's just, I mean, it's, it's, it's building every day. You know, it's just improving and increasing every day. And it was easy to just drop right into that and be like, hey, you know, just holding conversations, checking everybody's videos and stuff. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I need to pull back a little bit and take one hour of my day and focus on writing because I'm not being true to myself. I, I told, I set a goal uh, with one of my mentors, uh, Errol Erdeman, and told him that I was going to have this book. My goal was to have it finished by Thanksgiving. That was my goal. And, you know, I let that goal slip and I made a mistake. And so it's time for me to own up on that, to realign, and to go ahead and make it happen. And that's what I'm going to do. So I expect in a couple days' time, I'm going to be telling you guys, hey, guess what? I submitted, so we're good. I made it. And I'm not going to stop on my goal of writing every morning. That's just, that's my interim goal is to get it out, to get enough words out where it's ready to be sent to the publisher. And we'll go from there if they like it. And I'm super excited. I need to, I need to try and figure out a more fitting title for it. I might try and sneak that into one of my Create a Great Friday challenges. Um, Name my book challenge. I think that might be a good one. Though this Friday's challenge, I've got a huge, exciting twist for the challenge. And I'm really looking forward to that because, um, you know, I was, I've, I've got a whole list of challenges that I've pre written down, some ideas, just things that popped into my head as I, as I think of like, oh, that'd be a good challenge to do. I write it down. And, you know, I've had a lot of really good feedback. Last Friday's challenge was, um, you know, recommend a book or books that you like, that you enjoy. And, you know, because I'm writing out of books. I, I didn't really have a lot of good books left to read because I've been reading so many. Um, I kind of got on this, this um, self-improvement book kick and just started reading voraciously and you know it's been good it's been a lot of fun but I'm still new to this genre you know before that I read fantasy fiction science fiction primarily um, you know that was that was my thing you know that's why I've always read I mean I've read almost every single Star Wars book that's saying something <laughs> there's only uh, with you know, if you count the new books that have come out, I think there's only about 20 that I haven't read out of all of them. So, you know, I like me some science fiction books, uh, which is why I think I'm, aside from the fact that it's one of my dad's favorite genres too, I think that's why I'm able to read it and why I dream about it. 
And, I, you know, it's not like I dream about the story every night. You know, it's not like some magical, mystical thing where that happens. Um, I'm not trying to make it sound like supernatural. Like, oh, this came to me in a dream. Um, I dreamt about science fiction books because I read science fiction books. You put out what you take in, you know, if that makes sense. Um, it's all about consumption. And that's one thing that Alan Gannett talks about in his book, uh, The Creative Curve, because there's a lot of scientific uh, backing on that. There's a lot of research that's been done. And, um, and then there's a lot of extremely successful people in the world that have become successful because of the fact that they consume a lot of content and the field that they're in is the same field of which they are consuming said content. Like, for instance, the CEO of Netflix. He, which I'm not going to tell you the whole story, but he uh, got a job at, like, a local video rental store and decided instead of working on his homework, he was going to try and watch every single video in the book, in the video store, in the rental store. And so people would be like, oh, you know, hey, I'm thinking about renting this movie. What do you think? And he's like, well, you'll like this movie because you rented this movie. It, you know, so he basically became like this recommendation of movies where he, at his video store, and people would literally, after they got off work, would come to the video rental store just to talk with him and say, hey, you know, I just rented this movie. What else do you guys have here? And he's like, well, you know, since you like this movie, and I know you like this movie, you should rent this movie and this movie because they're really similar and you'll like the plot and everything. So he became like this movie connoisseur um, because he just consumed so many movies that he was like, you know, he knew them inside and out. And through that, plus the recommendations that he made to people and the fact that people started coming to him as a foremost expert uh, in the town that he lived in of, like, okay, we need to know what his picks are. You know, this guy, he knows movies like nobody's business. I want to know what movie he recommends for me to watch. And he turned, he went from that to... Netflix. You know, he created Netflix. <clears throat> and, you know, I mean, that's the perfect person to create a system where movies are recommended to you based on what you watch and, and a movie service that's very similar to movie rental. You know, I mean, I cannot imagine my life without Netflix. Um, now, you know, because there's so many great shows out there on Netflix. I mean, Daredevil, um, a lot of fantastic movies, um, things that I might not have went to see in theaters, which is kind of funny if you think about it, because I get to go to the movies for free. Um, but at the same time, I'm so busy with the work I'm doing. If I don't think the movie's going to like reach out and grab me and slap me in the face and be like, you are going to like this movie. It is awesome. If it doesn't, like, grab me like that, if the trailer doesn't draw me in, um, I'll just wait for it on Netflix. You know, I'm paying for Netflix. Might as well utilize it, right? So, you know, I used to, before I had all this stuff going on, you know, you would find me every, every movie, A movie, B movie, C movie, D movie, it didn't matter what it was, I'd watch just about everything. 
Um, and I actually only left or fell asleep through a couple movies. Uh, one of which I, I, I slept really well through Tinker Tailor, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. I think that's it. But anyway, yeah, it was a Gary Oldman movie. I was super pumped because I'm a huge fan of Gary Oldman. Uh, but it was just so insanely boring to watch because it was a spy movie, and I thought, oh, spy movie, you know, oh, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, no, they found a way to make a spy movie terribly boring, and I, like I said, I slept very well in the movie theater. I was the only one in the theater because uh, it was nearing the end of its run anyway. Um, and then Jurassic Park, the most recent one, uh, Lost Kingdom or whatever it was, uh, I left <laughs> during that one because I was bored and I was like I could be doing so many other things like watching paint dry or watching the grass grow or anything else because um, after an hour of like really nobody dying <laughs> you know nobody getting eaten by giant dinosaurs hardly any actual views of dinosaurs except for the scene where the volcano erupts and all the dinosaurs are running away from the volcano eruption and I was like meh not really interested. I mean, it was like watching an hour's worth of ASPCA ads, which there's nothing wrong with that. I love what they do in helping animals, but I wouldn't watch their commercial for an hour either. So uh, that's what it kind of felt like because um, they went into the whole political, you know, oh, we've got to save the dinosaurs. The volcano's going to erupt and kill them all. We can't, we can't just leave them there. We got to figure out a way to save them. And like after an hour of that, I was like, ah, yeah, I'm, I'm done. So, I mean, a lot of people love the movie. And if you love the movie, fantastic. It's just after, after you know, watching the original Jurassic Parks and, you know, even watching the first one is a little bit long for me as far as before they actually get into the, the dinosaurs and the, the eating and the, the chasing and the running and the hiding and all that, you know. So, sorry. When it comes to, you know, a big fiction movie like that, I want to see action. You know, that's... That's what I go for. Um, but, I, I mean, I like there to be a balance of story, but I don't want it to be all story, then all action, and, like, you only get one and then the other. You don't get them both together, you know? So, you know, I'm, I'm a ter probably a terrible movie critic. I'm sorry, guys. If you, if you think my movie choices are stupid or I'm stupid, feel free to let me know on social media. Yeah, because... I have heard it quite a bit. Several people have told me I'm crazy for not liking the last Jurassic Park movie. And I'm like, okay, so, um, yeah, <laughs> I don't care. But, but anyway, so that is that. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I forgot even how I got on that tangent. <laughs> oh, Netflix, yeah. So, yeah, so consuming content helps you better understand uh, trends, helps you better understand what people like, helps you better understand, you know, how, um, how people think. And, uh, you know, like, for instance, there's a lot of people that really like the most recent Jurassic Park movie. So I was not one of them. But based on that information, there's probably movies that I would like that they wouldn't, and vice versa. There's movies that probably both groups would agree on that they do like. Uh, so there's definitely data that can be extrapolated from that point. So that's where consuming content comes in. 
Um, you know, I've learned a lot about podcasting and about how the flow of podcasts should go and tried to come up with ways to improve my podcast based on the fact that I've been listening to so many podcasts. Um, you know, I've listened to so many different ones and, you know, I don't get to listen to every single episode of every single podcast. I'm kind of like chipping away at them as I go because uh, some podcasts have hundreds of episodes so you know it's impossible to think that I'm just going to binge listen to 300 episodes of this podcast and then move to you know I'll be burnt out if I do it that way so I'm just trying to economize and you know give each one a couple listens each week and just chip away at them and uh, stay on top of them you know, to my friends that I'm trying to help them get their podcast off the ground, you know, listening to their episodes and kind of taking notes and seeing if there's anything I can add or subtract um, from that. You know, as far as, you know, just not, not like say, oh, yeah, you shouldn't have done this or you shouldn't have said that, but just as far as, you know, for me, add or subtract from my podcast. You know, like, oh, well, they did this, I really like that. Or or they did this, I like that. I, I'm not doing that on my show, I need to add it. Or I'm doing too much of this, so I need to take it away. So, you know, for me, you know, as far as for them, you know, I'll reach out to them and, you know, just be like, hey, you know, I really like the episode, it's really cool. You know, this was good, this was good. You know, um, stuff like that. But as far as for me, you know, just trying to see how they're doing it. Because everybody brings something different to the table. You know, everybody's got a different perspective on how to do things. So I'm not the foremost expert on podcasting. Um, just the foremost expert in starting a bunch of stuff. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, I, I um, kind of jump in feet first. So my goal is to help people get started. You know, help them figure it out, and and as I go learn, um, you know, there's definitely some things I need to change to my. So you want to start a podcast uh, article? Need to make some adjustments there. I've learned as a result of hosting my podcast. So you know, there's there's always something new. There's always something different to add, and subtract, and to work on, and that's where I'm at. So it's it's been an adventure. It's been an adventure of self discovery. And I wouldn't trade it for the world. You know, it's been just fantastic. It really has. And, you know, <clears throat> even if I were to stop podcasting and give that up and, and just take on another something to do, if I ever had to, you know, this will have changed my life so fundamentally that, you know, it's not something I'll ever be able to forget that I did. You know, it'll be that, that, like, one of those warm memories. Like, yeah, you know, I was here in my life, and I started doing this. <clears throat> and it changed my life in such fundamental ways that, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, I don't regret doing it at all. But everything has its time and its place. So, you know, if this fall, falls away or has to fall away, so be it. You know, because it means that I need to grow and do something else. So I'm all about that. I'm all about transformation. I'm all about the phoenix. You know, burning up and then rising from the ashes. You know, that 
is something that I really believe in. <coughs> Excuse me, that I believe in that philosophy because, you know, we learn and we grow and we evolve and we mature over time. So what works for you today may not work for you tomorrow. Again, I'm speaking figuratively. I don't mean like what works for me today won't work for me like tomorrow isn't Wednesday. <laughs> but, but, um, but yeah, so there's that. And, uh, you know, and even, even, you know, my businesses may evolve over time, you know, and I'm sure that they will. You know, I need to f- tighten down and focus the, what my businesses are about part of my website um, and really tighten down that message as well because I feel like it's still too broad and so there's that but yeah so with that guys I hope you've enjoyed this show I hope you've enjoyed my show in general and I certainly thank you for being a part of it for listening like I said I've got some interviews coming up one with me uh, on Ask When one on my show with To Be Determined because I'm not going to release his name to you guys just yet like I always do I kind of leave it in suspense so with that we're going to say Car Thoughts out Hey everybody David here from Car Thoughts with David and I just wanted to share some information with you you guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path and starting your journey well If you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can, you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So by all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys. And I could not do any of this without your support. So when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.